Uh, time for the morning brief. Lisa Raitt, former federal cabinet minister, is here with her insights on some of the day's big stories. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. Uh, let's start with the end of uh, special TTC patrols on, well, special police patrols on the TTC. And I was saying I was going to wait for the pundits, Lisa, to weigh in on this because I, I have no special wisdom on it. I don't know if it made things any better. And it was a $1.5 million a month investment. I would think I was surprised with the number of arrests that they cited during that period of time. Um, it was over 300 and a couple of them were linked to violence. I guess we're going to we're going to see whether or not it had an impact on 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 violence on the system. Uh, it definitely was announced as a stopgap measure at the beginning to try to let people feel uh, more safe when there was heightened concern about what was happening. But you know what I find interesting? I mean, is it something that we normally announce? Are we now saying, hey, it's a free for all now, guys. Let's go. <laughs> We've taken all the police out. Uh, now's your chance, uh, and uh, we're we're going back to the way it was. You don't have to look over your shoulder anymore to see if anyone's watching you. And I I really can't remember if this is normal to announce the end of policing a certain area uh, as they back away, or is it something where you can just re you should have just reduced the amount of service that it was seeing and um, let it let it uh, yeah. let it go that way. So it, it was just, I don't know the call on it. I don't know if it's a nice announcement to make. Let me put it that way. I have to think, though, that the bulk of those arrests and the purpose of the operation was to declare an end to the TTC being a refuge for homeless people. So if we've pressed that reset button and hopefully steered people into other resources, then I think the operation was probably worth it. Oh, absolutely. I think for sure, given what was happening at the time and the concern um, from a point of view of announcing that at least something was being done and to try to restore some kind of faith in the system, I think it made a lot of sense. As I said, I just wondered whether or not this is a situation where now that you've announced that folks aren't going to be there extra, uh, is it something where it's going to creep back in as it was? So Ontario is the choice of Volkswagen to build an EV battery plant. And I'm excited about this, Lisa. I'm curious about your thoughts, because I just think this is probably um, the beginning of something big in terms of not only making the batteries, but making the cars. I think it's a wonderful announcement. And I look forward to seeing the actual factory being built. I mean, there's a big step between announcements and and government um, pronouncements and and you know that those kinds of photo ops that happen around these things not being cynical mm -hmm. but just saying that this is one of the situations where you want to see this actually land in the ground and the things that go into making sure that it happens is ensuring that number one you have the the workforce and number two you have the energy that it's going to be needed and the water that's going to be needed for the building of this factory all, all big indicators um so a little bit of room to go before these things start actually popping up out of the ground but a wonderful announcement and you know congratulations to all levels of government that made it happen and uh, something i learned this morning perhaps you already knew having been in government but i called saint thomas a town and i was upbraided for that so i looked up the definition of what is a city and apparently a city is anything over ten thousand. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. S stuff we're learning on News Talk 1010. Because um, <laughs> it matters. The Federal yeah. Finance Department uh, report finds that a new luxury tax will lead to between 400 and 870 job losses. I can't grieve that too much. 
Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, people care about job losses, no question about it. But the reality is, is that uh, it's a tax on a car over $100,000 or a boat over 250000 or on your private jet. And given what people are facing when they go to grocery stores, they're thinking, sure, they should pay a little bit extra because I'm paying a lot extra right now. So interesting study. I don't, I fully understand that the folks in the article that are quoted need to support their their um, sectors and need to put the information out. But honestly, it's going to fall on deaf ears. People are just going to read the headlines and then pick up their coffee and have another sip. I have to actually think as well, though, Lisa, that when we say between 400 and 870 job losses, I don't think those are actual people. I mean, there will be people who will be underemployed, but I have to think it's because, well, if I can't buy a $120,000 Tesla, then I'm not going to take it in to be washed. So that's three fewer cars being washed a week. So it's not actually people on unemployment. So I was trying to figure out who are these jobs? Like, yeah. what are the jobs that are going to be lost in this situation? Um, and where is the person just not going to buy that vehicle? Or are they going to buy it elsewhere? I, I actually couldn't figure it out. I think it's just... You know, they throw my they throw numbers into the big generator of information and they say, well, if you lose this amount of sales, it's equal to this amount of jobs. I don't know if they narrow it down specifically. And that's why it makes it a hard story for people to get worked up about because your neighbor's not losing their job over it. Uh, Avril Lavigne, let's listen in, is introducing an artist at the Juno Awards when a woman topless, I might add, and somewhat spectacularly topless, uh, arrived on stage protesting Greenbelt development in Ontario. Hip-hop and pop records fused with his Punjabi roots. Based in Victoria, BC, his music has gained a worldwide audience with sold-out shows in Canada, the U.S. Get the f*** off. <laughs> Get the f*** off, bitch. <laughs> He has sold out shows. All right. I guess I, I'm thinking of David Niven. What did he say when the streaker ran across at the Oscars? He said, this man's gaining international attention by showing off his most limited talent. <laughs> um, I, well, the way she handled it is the way she handled it. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. Did you have to, I'm not a prude or anything, but. The the top I mean, jumping up on stage with a sign is that good? I mean, the toplessness is interesting. It's interesting, um, but boy, how did she make her way up on stage? That's a great security question. No, you're absolutely right. But then I've been at these events, and there's not a lot of security because Canadians don't generally make trouble. But I guess in the case of this one, and Lisa, people will say, "Well, at least we're talking about her." Yeah, not really. I don't think she made a measurable impact on the Greenbelt development. We, we are talking about it this morning and maybe people will wonder what the green belt is about, but you got to wonder who's the audience and all of this, yeah. who are you bringing the attention to? And God love, I, I, maybe the Junas are happy. We're talking about them quite frankly. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Good to have you. You too.